Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast. We're developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. The six steps are establishing a covenant foundation, owning your brokenness, learning to share power, developing emotional attachment, cultivating sexual fireworks, and staying in love. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. If you believe in this podcast and would like to help me keep it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash marriage steps. Depending on your level of support, you'll receive a public thank you from me on the podcast, a free marriage training module of your choice, which are on my website, or two free tickets to my next Total Marriage Refresh Seminar. And the next one's coming up this coming Saturday, February 22nd in Denver, Colorado. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you there. The list is up to around 90 couples, give or take. And in that day, we are going to unpack in detail those six steps to a successful marriage. There's a lot of application, a lot of time for just you and your partner to talk. There's no group sharing, and it's a fun filled day. So I hope you can make it and I look forward to seeing you guys who are already registered. Today I'm going to focus on five questions to deepen your empathy. So empathy comes out of marriage step number four, which is developing emotional attachment. And one way you develop emotional attachment is you become safe for your partner to open up to. And one of the best ways to become safe is you become an empathetic listener. And that involves several things. The one way to become an empathetic listener is you do not offer any advice unless it's asked for. And that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow, especially for us who are fixers. I'm a fixer. And so I've had to work on this with my wife. She'll vent and vent and vent and all I want to do is fix. But I've learned the hard way through the years that that is the last thing she needs. That's the last thing she desires. What she's looking for is empathy. So for you to become a safe listener, it requires some skills, some skill development around empathy. But the first thing you want to consider is don't offer any advice. Now, the reason you want to become a safe listener is because the more your partner feels like you're safe, the more they're going to open up, the more they're going to share the closer they're going to feel, and the closer you're going to feel to them. And emotional intimacy is often a prerequisite before the physical intimacy, which is why sexual fireworks is marriage step number five. It's after developing emotional attachment. So I'm going to go through five questions you should ask your spouse in order to develop more empathy towards the way they feel and why they feel that way. So let's imagine your spouse is venting to you about something in their life and you're trying to empathize. A lot of people get stuck empathizing because they don't agree with how their partner is feeling. They think their partner is overreacting or misinterpreting or whatever the case may be, but they don't agree with how their partner is interpreting or experiencing or feeling about a situation. Therefore, they feel like they can't empathize, but that's false. Because empathy is not contingent on if you agree with how your partner is feeling. What empathy is, is getting out of your shoes 
and then putting yourself in your spouse's shoes and really trying to see the world from their lens, from their perspective, from their vantage point. And when you start to do that, what they're experiencing and what they're feeling will start to make sense. Therefore, you can always provide empathy even if you disagree with what they're feeling. So the questions I'm going to go through today applies to all partners. I would encourage all partners to ask these questions to one another because the answer to these questions are going to deepen your level of understanding with what makes your partner tick. And the deeper that understanding gets, the more likely you're going to be able to put yourself in their shoes and empathize with what they're feeling. As a reminder, some really good empathy statements can sound like this. That sucks. That sounds horrible. No wonder you feel that way. I can see how you'd feel blank because of blank. That makes sense that you feel this because of that. Those are empathetic statements. Nothing complicated, nothing elaborate, just short and sweet. When you provide empathy, it makes your partner feel like you have their back, that you're a team, that they're not in the world alone facing the stress in their life. And one way to consider is you have to rethink what it means to fix. So fixing does not mean give a solution when your partner is venting, unless they ask for it. Fixing means providing emotional support because if if my goal is to fix and make my partner feel better, it's not going to be through the route of offering a solution. It's going to be through the route of offering empathy. That's going to make them feel less emotional distress because they're going to feel like I get it and I have their back. So first question to ask your partner, what wounds do they have in their upbringing? You need to know the answer to this question. What wounds do they have in their upbringing? So with my wife, for example, she has several wounds from her upbringing, but two I'll talk about today. The one wound she got from her mom is that her voice doesn't matter. Her mom domineered over her and over-talked her. And so my wife growing up developed this belief that her voice doesn't matter because her mom would not listen to her. Her mom would overpower her. From her dad, she got the wound that she doesn't matter because her dad was far away. He was very successful in his career. Her parents were divorced. And so her dad did not spend much time focusing on her when she was growing up. And that gave her this message that she doesn't matter. So those are two wounds right there off the bat that I need to be mindful of when I'm listening to my wife vent about something. I have to be thinking, okay, this this person talking to me has a wound of feeling like her voice doesn't matter and that she doesn't matter. So that's in my mind when my wife is venting to me. Second question, what insecurities do they have? Okay, what insecurities does your partner have? So a couple insecurities my wife has struggled with through the years. One is she can feel inferior. So this is stemmed right out of her childhood wounds. She entered adulthood feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as them. I'm inferior. I don't have what it takes. She had a lot of this insecurity, this sense of inferiority. And she also has, and has worked through this, but it still can be there, this insecurity that others are going to be more liked than me. That when someone really gets to know me, they're going to choose someone else over me. 
So that's another insecurity for her. So the second thing I need to be thinking about when my wife is venting is that she can have a tendency at times to feel inferior and that other people are gonna be more like than her. That's just an insecurity she can wrestle with because of the wounds from her past. So now I have two things I'm thinking about in my mind when she's venting to me. The third thing to ask your partner is what are the top needs they have in marriage? What are their top needs? So for my wife, she has three. She has a need for affection. She has a need for adoration. And she has a need for me supporting her interest. And all of these tie back to her upbringing on some level. Affection, because that is the way she experienced love from her mom. Adoration, because she always felt inferior, so she wants to feel the opposite of that. And support my interest, because she never felt like her parents tracked her life. She wants to make sure I'm really tracking her life. So now I have... Another thing to be keeping in mind when she's venting, I'm listening to someone vent that has the needs of affection, adoration, and support my interest. So what are your partner's top needs? Number four, what are their top stressors? What are your partner's top stressors? My wife has several. Two of them is a status of her friendships. If the status of her friendships is poor, that creates significant stress for her because that rattles her sense of foundation of security in her life because people are really important to her because she didn't have very many people growing up. Another thing that can create stress for my wife is a loss of control. When she has too much to do in her life, she loses mastery. And growing up, because she had a lack of control, that can feel traumatic for her. So that's a continual stressor she has to work with is a feeling of loss of control. And so what about your partner? What are their top stressors? So that's a fourth thing I have to to be thinking about when my wife is venting. That's another thing I need to be mindful of is what are the top stressors for her? She, She is stressed with a lack of security in her friendships and a loss of control in life because she can get too overwhelmed. So I need to be thinking about those two things when she's venting to me. The fifth thing to ask your partner is what are their top values? What do they value most in life? What, what do they care about most in life? That's an important question because that's a part of who they are. So for my wife, she values several things. One of them I alluded to already, which is friendship. She really values friendship because that makes her feel connected. And again, she didn't have that growing up. Another thing she really values is stability. Growing up, she moved around a lot and her mom was gone a lot for work. And so she felt like things were very unstable. So she really values stability because that means security for her. Another thing she values is feeling significant because she felt insignificant growing up. So she wants to feel significant. She wants to feel worthy. So that's the fifth area I need to be thinking about when she is venting. Is this person venting to me? has a need for friendship, a need for stability, and a need to feel significant. That's the person venting to me right now. So if you put all that together, that's a lot to be mindful of when you're listening to your partner venting. So the first question again is what wounds do they have in their upbringing? Two, what insecurities do they have? Three, what are their top needs in your marriage? Four, what are their top stressors? And five, what are their top values? So if you can interview your partner this week, I highly encourage it. And to get down into the details of the answers of these questions and then really meditate on their answers. Really let it soak in. 
because the more you can soak in how your partner is wired along these five questions, the more likely when they vent, you will be able to understand why they're feeling what they're feeling because you'll be able to understand deeper how they see the world and how they got there. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, please subscribe, click the five stars, and leave a review. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. I have a lot of resources there. I have my marriage training modules, the blog, et cetera, et cetera. So be sure to check it out and follow me at facebook.com forward slash drwyattfisher or on Instagram at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. I post daily, usually twice a day, marriage tips, marriage encouragement. If this podcast has had a positive impact on you, I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have questions for me or topics you want me to cover, please email me. My email is info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it, it will thrive. And if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.